And the aimless kicking, the box kicking, there's so much I want to talk about. This man, his name's Dave Ellis. He's a world-renowned skills coach. 20 years at IRANS, which is the International Rugby Academy, set up by Murray Mexted 20 years ago. And Dave Ellis has been a skills man ever since then. So everything from schoolboys to international players, coaches, etc. Coached alongside Pat Lamb at Connaught. Uh, they won the Pro 12 in 2016. And three years assistant coach at the Blues as well. He does a lot of coaching online, lots of programs, lots of international teams tap into his mind. So time for us to tap into his mind. He joins us now, Mr. Skills Coach Rugby himself. Uh, welcome in, Dave. Thanks, Dave. How are you, mate? Nice Look, to hear from you. Yeah, good to, good to catch up with you again. It's been a long time since I spent a few days down at IRANS at Massey University and you were the skills coach down there. And um, there's a few things that have popped up by between me and the listeners that I just wanted to get some clarity on. And I guess the first one I want to ask you about is the roles of the halfback first five in controlling the game and how that's changed, you know, in the last sort of 15 years. Yeah, that's a real good question. Um, I think with it now, because we're so forward orientated, I think the nines and tens really form a real guidance type role. You know, there's a lot of, making sure people are in the right places to, to maintain the attack, I guess. Yeah, I remember oh, maybe two or three years ago, we, the public, the rugby public, were bemoaning the amount of box kicks. And I, and I think Faf de Klerk was the big exponent of the box kick and apparently was the best in the world at it. But for a lot of us, Dave, it's like as soon as you kick the ball, you turn 100% possession into 50-50. Is it as simple as that? Um, in some ways it is, I think, mate, because um, it comes down to the accuracy of the kick. Like, you know, we see at super level and, and higher, you, you see a higher quality of kicks. But when you, you go down and you look at club land, then the quality of the kick is, is, and the quality of the chase is not necessarily as good. So I think it's horses for courses with the kick. It's, it's just a way of softening the de- defence because, you know, it's a defensive game these days. Yeah, and... Uh... I remember, I think it was Robbie Dean's days, even with um, down there in Christchurch, and he said we'd prefer to win games without the ball, and they'd kick it down into into deep, and then trust their defence to apl- and a- apply some pressure. I feel like some of that might be sneaking back now. Yeah, yeah, I'd say we we, we would have adopted similar tactics in some of the other teams I've been involved in too, mate. So. Um, you know, I've, I've been in situations like that before where we've used the kick back that defence, especially if it's a team like I'd be doing something like that against the Crusaders, for example, because as soon as they're in your 22, you're in all sorts of trouble. Yeah. Um, Chiefs-Reds game in the weekend. 122 total kicks, 92 of them in general play. And generally, and I haven't done the stats this year, generally the ball's in play for about 21 of the 80, 80 minutes, which is alarming in itself. So even if it was 25 minutes in play, that's four kicks a minute. That is a lot of kicking. Yeah. You know, it's, it does frustrate me a little bit, uh, a lot of the kicking we see these days. And, and some of it, I think, is, is a little bit of fear. Um, maybe the fear of ball in hand, and it's just a, becomes a territory-type scenario, hoping for a mistake or you know, hoping to put somebody in the corner and, and keep them there. Um, but like I said earlier, you know, it's the quality of the kick is, is the important thing. Kicking is a great strategy, and it was introduced many years ago when Mick Byrne was involved with the All Blacks and Smithy, you know, where, where the kicking game 
basically reared its head again, and, but it was tactical and it was well used, I think possibly we overused it a little bit these days. Because yeah, a number of the kicks, and, and I was watching the Blues game, and they have a real propensity to kick as well, but more often than not, they, they kick it and give it a lot of air, and I understand you give it air to give your chasers a chance, but the opposition are just catching it on the full, hardly having to move, whereas I feel like the Australians kick to space, kick to grass a lot better. And I just don't get when, when you get a player as skillful for a long time, Bowden Barrett, and it's almost like his first instinct now is to kick, and, and it's concerning yeah. me. Yeah, well, ironically, when I was with the Blues, we didn't kick enough. Um, so, so there you go. I think it's a, a complete flip-over. But, yeah, you're right. We had a saying when I was uh, in Europe with, with, with Pat Lamb, you know, we used to have the playground, which was the area that we'd want to kick to. But we always made sure that we didn't really want to – we wanted to find land, not hand. You know, it was all about turning somebody around or just putting a little bit of pressure on their, on their cover D guys to, to, to sit – Sit into situations where we wanted them to be. So, yeah, ones that get caught on the fall quite easily and then just get pumped back easily, you don't know. Yeah, and I, I think it was the Chiefs game right at the start of the game. It was just like backwards and forwards, up and back, up and back, and both kickers were kicking at about 50 metres catch, kick at 50 metres catch, and I was just like, what is this? Is it is it just <laughs> kicking for an error? What is it? Yeah, well, it is kicking for an error. Yeah, or hoping that somebody's going to make a you know, who blinks first, you know, like a gunfighter, basically. You know, the guy that blinks first and decides to carry might do it in the wrong situation where they've got no support and they can get isolated. Um, so that's a bit of that kicking. Maybe we play too much kicking tennis in our warm-ups, mate. That seems to be quite a prevalent game these days. So, you know. <laughs> One of our listeners floated an idea yesterday that let's say we've got the Blues playing the Crusaders and the Blues kick it and the Crusaders catch it. Crusaders kick it back, no more kicks allowed. If, if you've kicked and then received, you have to run it. I mean, that's probably going a little bit too far, but it, I feel like it's ruining the spectacle a little bit, Dave. Um, the, the amount of kicking is um, annoying the fan. Yeah, you're probably right, mate. I think it's, you know, because from those kicks, often there's errors and errors that come down to scrums and scrums take time and, you know, the whole thing goes to... We're not seeing the innovators, mate. This is the thing that's what I mean the most about the game at the moment. And, and I'm seeing it in club rugby, and I'm even seeing it some of the um, kids' rugby, is, is we're too scared to play. You know, the, the, the wonderful flowing back plays are seem to be a thing of the past. You know, everybody says five-man line-out, so there's forwards out in the back line. So what do we do then? Oh, well, we'll kick for a position, or the forwards will truck it up, and we'll kick off the back of that. So I think there's a few more things we need to fix in the game apart from just this this kick fest that we're seeing these days. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's it, it's making it harder to watch. Like if you're, you know, a Hurricanes fan or something and they're, they're playing, I don't know, the Brumbies, I'm not talking about last week's game, and they're behind and there's 10 minutes to go and then they kick. And I'm like, why are you giving up the opportunity to score points by giving them possession? Because Super Rugby, like you talked about high-quality kicking in Super Rugby, I... I think the quality is quite low pretty much across the board, save for the Australians. And while they're not represented very highly in the, in the semifinals, I feel like they've got a little bit more nous when it comes to kicking for space, kicking at the right time, kicking at the right people, turning people around. 
whereas New Zealand teams just to be catch the ball, kick the ball, see what happens. Yeah, you, you, well, you could be right there, mate. You know, like, well, I don't know that maybe it has something to do with the Aussie rules background or a little bit of uh, spatial identification that they get from games like, like that, you know, where you, you understand not only the space wide, but the, the space in behind as well. So it could be the reason for it. Um, and possibly the uh, the general public over there because, you know, rugby union really has to fight over there to compete with the other sports and they've got to keep it appealing. Um, where I think we're at that stage here now ourselves. Yeah, because like just on our station, we get more interaction on rugby league now than rugby because not universally, but rugby league, they generally kick it once per possession and there's none of this aerial ping pong and it's a very simplistic, mm. it's a simplistic game is rugby league, which makes it quite easy to watch and all of this kicking in rugby union at the moment is making it difficult to watch. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a diehard rugby man and I find myself uh, watching some of the just league highlights lately on, on the TV and, yeah, there's some great running lines and people think it seems to be something more exciting, which I think back in the day, you know, rugby took some great leaps forward to make the, our game more exciting. But now, if you're right, I think it is probably the kicking and the scrummaging and the I'm watching schoolboy rugby just recently, and and um, the first three games, uh, first first three tries in the game were more tries. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, it's kind of takes a bit of a gloss off it from the spectator side of view, I think. The the other thing is like one of my bugbear titles or phrases is we've got to grow the game. I think we need to improve the game, make it more palatable, make it more you know, can't wait to watch this game. Whereas I find myself with rugby, and I'm like you, I'm dyed in the wall rugby as well, but you turn the game on and after 15 minutes, you've seen the ball and play about three and it's been kicking and scrums and lineouts. Um, it seems to have lost its flow, Dave. Yeah, I agree, mate. I agree. Um, but to be fair, I watch very little. I watch far less than I ever used to. Much to my wife's joy, she's quite happy about that. But... Um, <laughs> You know, but even when you get, you know, guys like um, Smithy saying that he tends to turn over and watch animal shows, you know, I'm, I'm kind of along the same walk there myself. You know, the excitement's gone from the game. And, you know, we've, we've been the great innovators of the game in the past. And I think maybe the innovators aren't around anymore. Or maybe the innovators are in the Northern Hemisphere wearing blue and green jerseys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could very well be right there, mate. You could very well be right there. You know, because there is a lot of innovations in the game over there, you know. And I think I think we're, the only way we can still compete with that is just we still have, um, you know, thankfully, an underlying raw talent that just seems to rise to the top when we need it here, you know. Yeah, and being World Cup year, let's hope, let's hope we see it uh, towards the end of the year when we go over and, and take on... Uh, the World Cup once again. Hey, Dave, uh, lovely to catch up with you again. Um, let's hope the kicking uh, gets a little bit more directed and a little bit less voluminous, eh? Yeah, that would be nice, mate. That would be real nice. Uh, Dave Ellis there, um, skills coach. Interested in your thoughts on the back of that? I didn't expect them to agree with me so much, to tell you the truth, but um, a man that's been involved at the skills level sort of echoes a lot of people's sentiments about the amount of kicking. Um, aerial ping pong, some people call it. But keen to get your thoughts. 0800 150 811. Jump on the line. Love to hear from you.